Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Empire. Gaming is part of a championship story in KC. Call of Duty in many ways is the social platform of choice. You find ways to create bonds that you never otherwise would have seen or experienced. So to see that play out and to be credited that way by some of the biggest stars in, the, in, in all of sports is really an honor, and, and we love playing in that, in that space for them. That's Johanna Ferris, GM of Call of Duty, where the gaming world can solve some team-building issues. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein. It was an interesting sell that we got here. When the Chiefs were not playing optimum football, Call of Duty served as a chemistry building activity. Did I fall for that one hook, line, and sinker? Maybe you'll be the judge in this interview. But certainly gaming and big time sports have intersected. And what the future holds technically and socially, it's definitely worth the conversation. Our guest this week is a repeat guest of the podcast, Johanna Ferris, who is the GM for Call of Duty. And I got to tell you, Johanna, I initially got a pitch to speak to you again, and I'm skeptical of it because the pitch is Call of Duty played a prominent role in the Kansas City Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. So I'll let you explain it from there. I love that pitch, to be honest. I'm not sure who pitched it to you, but, um, you know, I'm a little biased towards certainly Call of Duty and its presence in culture. We were super pleased to hear how uh, so many of the stars of the Kansas City Chiefs continue to love our game. They've been talking about it for, frankly, many years now. But certainly leading up to Super Bowl week, it was awesome to see how Patrick and company and Juju and so many others continue to get together off the field playing Call of Duty and have cited pretty prominently uh, over the last few weeks, how much their chemistry in our game has helped them as teammates on the field. Yeah. Um, essentially, uh, they have talked about how somewhere in the middle of the season, and they've all been playing the game for a while, but somewhere in the middle of the season, it actually helped team chemistry when they had hit you know, a downturn in their season. Um, can you kind of share with us like what you saw them say, what you heard them say, and and how video games and Call of Duty can lead to team bonding? Yeah, in particular, I think a lot of them speak to their love for playing Warzone, which we hear so often from so many different athletes and celebrities across culture. Of course, um, Call of Duty has been an icon in entertainment for going on two decades now. We are uh, somewhat familiar with that as a a play space for some of the biggest A-list talent across so many different categories and industries, specifically with the Chiefs throughout this season a lot of the guys would talk about how that was their moment to unwind off of the field, to work together in a way that they find really fun and specific to, you know, their 
their preferred way of escaping, I think, a lot of the hard work they have to put in, certainly as athletes. What was very cool, though, is they would often talk specifically about how their enjoyment of playing as teammates in Warzone created that bond, created more closeness and chemistry. And, uh, you know, we we love hearing that and we love being uh, so organically a part of celebrities' lifestyles um, and ways of, of connecting. We often say that Call of Duty in many ways is the social platform of choice. You find ways to create bonds that you never otherwise would have seen or experienced. So to see that play out and to be credited that way by some of the biggest stars in the in, in all of sports is really an honor, and, and we love playing in that in that space for them. What do you think it is about gaming, video games, the game specifically we're talking about here that seems to draw people together outside of just interest in gaming for the sake of having interest in gaming? Well, we've seen that across so many different games, right? Over the course of the last many decades, gaming has evolved and advanced technologically, obviously, but also as a social connection point for people who either have already known each other, and again, this is a way for them to get together outside of their other known spaces, but uh, also to really connect with people maybe you haven't ever met in person from all over the world, frankly, and we continue to see that as a community unto itself. Call of Duty um, really lends itself well to that because there's so many different ways to play. So depending on your play style of choice, you can kind of drop in and connect with different players who also prefer those modes or maps. Um, We're just on the heels of having launched our our latest season two, and we continue to see different parts of our player community reconnect yet again. Um, And they're super excited about what we're, we're bringing to the table because it's always fresh and it's always changing um so it keeps that experience of connectivity quite um top of mind and we love that um, live operations element to how to get together because every time you drop in it's going to be a new way to have fun all right let me ask you one specific nfl one um because we're talking about this and because the chiefs have openly talked about how they play they gelled as teammates and obviously the results speak for themselves with how they played on the football field together um in the super bowl all right when the season started Uh, There was a story about a star quarterback who plays too much Call of Duty, so that they put what they described as a homework clause in his contract, which was eventually taken out. But that's a very different story about gaming. So I wonder if you look into things like that and go, okay, what's the happy balance between people who take part in our game and those who perceive it to be too much of a distraction? I, I love it. I think, you know, we, we kind of smile at, at those types of anecdotes because we know that it is a huge passion point. People who tend to love Call of Duty pour a lot of time into that experience. But again, because they're not just getting a great individual gameplay experience out of it, they're also finding ways to connect. And so there's a lot of reasons to, to continue to come back to the well, so to speak. When we hear that, though, you know, I don't think we think about that as much about over-indexing in our gameplay but we do love the fact that even some of the, the most prominent NFL teams know how obsessed and how passionate some of um, their athletes are about the game. I get that so often. Uh, obviously, I came from the NFL, and so I, I stay in touch with many um, from, from that world. And we often continue to get requests of, hey, uh, can you guys help us find a way to have our players um, in their downtime drop into Call of Duty. So we're always there to sort of serve that need and, and make that an extension of how they can express themselves, both as athletes, but also as just people who love our game. 
This episode is brought to you by Chalk and Dog, which brings together the vast experience and expertise of two of the brightest agencies in media, sports, wagering, and gaming. With deep roots in the UK and the US, the agency offers expert guidance in everything from market entry to market expansion for startups as well as established global brands powered by best-in-class communication and creative experts. Chalk and Dog has vast international experience and delivers results-oriented, tailor-made solutions for B2B and B2C organizations. So all these prominent athletes, you know, play uh, Call of Duty or other games. They're involved. A lot of them have become active on Twitch streams and that type of stuff. Um, This goes across the board for many different athletes and entertainers that are involved in gaming like this. Um, What I've been waiting for, and maybe it exists and I haven't followed it closely enough, is where's the natural partnership between Call of Duty and the NFL or teams? And do you think that that is something that will be bridged here down the road because they are so active in gaming? It already does exist. Uh, Call of Duty, again, we, we often show up with the NFL, just as an example to your question, at the NFL draft annually. We've become part and parcel of that experience in many ways, um, oftentimes on uh, the draft red carpet, for example, we have some of our um, draftees and top prospects coming out of college who love Call of Duty, um, sometimes even putting that into their fashion uh, when they step out for their biggest night in, in being you know drafted up to the pros. Uh, we've off, often set up lounges for them. And as I mentioned before, even for the, the pros who are already in the league, oftentimes uh player personnel and director of player engagement will reach out and say, hey, can you give us, um, you know, a few consoles, so to speak, for our guys to, to unwind. And we're always there to, to really, uh, again, serve that and find ways for us to show up where they can um, continue to connect in. So we've done that for many years. We'll continue to, to show up across culture. NFL being just one example of that. Of course, we, we also show up in all of the other big sports that you can imagine and, and so many other spaces of entertainment. It's also why, you know, on the heels of Modern Warfare 2 just this last fall, in many ways, we spoke to that blockbuster as being the biggest release in all of entertainment because it's not just a game anymore. Gaming is the modern medium, right? And and so um, we're going to continue to just find ways to, to show up in all the places that matter. Okay. Um, I, I agree with you. Um, it's, it's attracting enormous, uh, crowds. Uh, obviously there are a ton of people who play it. Um, the streaming of it has attracted large, large audiences. So let me just ask you some kind of vague, let's think ahead here a little bit. What is the future of gaming content in your opinion? It's hard to know, which is part of what I love about the job, to be totally honest, because every time we think we've cracked, you know, the, the top of, uh, the mountain in terms of innovation, more trends come out and, and more ways of engaging um, are, are things that we want to lead in. That said, I think right now you see how we have extended Call of Duty's presence across mobile in a big way. We think mobile gaming is certainly going to be a huge growth vector going into the future. We've expanded our model for engagement whereby, you know, we now have such a big platform in Warzone a free-to-play game that extends what um, was traditionally, you know, um, not free-to-play up until 2020, and a new genre in Battle Royale, as well as now new modes like DMZ, which are very, very popular and specific to Call of Duty. Um, but then, of course, you have our bread and butter, what we're known for in terms of deep, rich narrative content, these premium experiences that only Call of Duty can do in such a, a big and blockbuster way each year. 
Uh, so we're going to continue to, you know, kind of bend and, and, and think through what does uh, next level state of the art delivery look like. But I think this always on way of thinking about both free to play and premium experiences is certainly the future, yeah. as well as making sure that we're delivering the best quality gameplay across the platform. Okay. For players. Uh, one other question I have about gaming for you. Um, there is a tremendous amount of development in AI and chat technology, and it's getting obviously a lot of attention with the capabilities that Bing now suddenly has and what chat GPT can do. Um, I know for Call of Duty and other games that they're programmed and the algorithms are quite flexible and all sorts of different gameplay can occur. But I wonder if Call of Duty and others have thought about how this will implement and potentially change the way we play video games. We are always looking at the trends for the future, as I mentioned, right? And so there is a lot of conversation right now, actively so across tech and, and beyond as far as the role of AI in the future. We are going to continue to look at that just like we look at any other potential innovation lever for us. And so we, um, you know, we stay up on those trends, um, not just Call of Duty specifically, but for Activision Blizzard as a whole. It's part, again, of what I love about being in this industry because um, there's always more to, to explore. So... The presence of AI in gaming is just something that I think is going to continue to evolve and we're going to be, you know, trying to study up as much as possible just so we're well positioned to take advantage of whatever innovations come down the pike there. Johanna Ferris is the GM for Call of Duty. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. On the next Future Sport Podcast, season ticket holders have orbits-like options for their unused inventory. How we come into the picture is... Uh, number one, you know, we list your tickets on 10 plus resale marketplaces, which is super important. As you mentioned, um, it's really a fragmented buyer marketplace. Huh. So if you're listing on one marketplace, you're missing out on a lot of buyers. So by us listing on 10 plus marketplaces, we, you can reach up to five times the amount of buyers. That's Chris Babu, CEO of Tick Assist, who has figured out a way to maximize selling unused tickets. That will do it for this episode. As always, the future is now. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein.